Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Dr. Eva Selhub, who is a, uh, a medical doctor. She's an instructor of medicine at the Harvard Medical School and uh, a clinical associate at the Benson Henry Institute for Mind-Body Medicine at Mass General Hospital. She's uh, board certified in internal medicine, and she's also trained in Eastern medical practices. She's also uh, written a couple of books. Uh, One's called The Love Response, and the other, Your Brain on Nature. She's been published in medical journals featured and featured in national publications. And um, Dr. Selhub recently attended a... um, Alexander Technique Workshop in California. It was her first experience with the technique, and we're going to talk today about her initial impressions of the technique. Uh, And I hope it's okay. I'm going to refer to you as Eva. Is that all right? That's great. That's Um, just fine. um, Eva, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I wonder if if you were to encounter someone today who wanted to know what this Alexander Tech thing technique thing is that you uh, just were exposed to, how would you describe it to them? Um, you know, that's a really good question um, because people have asked me since I've been back, and basically what I tell them is it's not very different from the work that I do when I work with people on their stress response. Mm-hmm. And it's working with um, your body and also your mind. And uh, it actually also works on emotions and how it's habituated to take on uh, habits or positions in the body, beliefs, what have you, that are stuck in the stress response and basically teach you how to gently and non-judgmentally uh, let go of those habits that um, have put you in whatever positioning you're in, like I said, either your thought process or your actual body, um, and redirect those, that attention to habits, um, which is a way of sitting and the way of standing and the way of walking, um, that are actually aligned with the way your body is supposed to be and needs to be in, that, in its healthier, healthiest way. Mm-hmm. And um, how is it that you happen to... Um to sign up for that course in the first place? I actually knew really very, very, very little about the Alexander Technique. And um, my dear friend, Michael Gelb, who's one of the teachers, mm-hmm. um, one of the masters in, um, in the Alexander Technique, invited five of his friends to come for the week because it was um, also going to be New Year's. And to uh, be there and to learn and to gather and to have a good time. So really, I, I just went to be with my my friend. <laughs> oh, okay. And and you know the learning was a, a happy uh, consequence. Oh, that's excellent. Um, from what you've seen and experienced of the Alexander technique um, so far, uh, do you see? I know that you've you've studied. Um, uh, various mind-body approaches to patient care, uh, including some Eastern medical practices. Do you see any resonance there with with, uh, Alexander work? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's many, many different ways to get to the same place. And I think Alexander is is one of those ways. Um, It's a very um, applicable way for many people. Um, you know, the goal is for all of us to get out of a place of stress and get into a place of ease, mentally, mentally, physically, psychologically, and spiritually, and energetically. And, um, you know, though it, it 
on the outside that looks like it's a movement technique. It really is all of the above. And it really helps people get into a place of ease within and without. And uh, so, yeah, I think it is very similar to many of the other practices that I've been exposed to. And when you were on that course, did did you experience any changes yourself or did you observe any changes in some of the other participants? Oh, sure. Um, and, you know, too many to count. You know, one of them, you know, is just basically having less strain in my in my back and in my mm-hmm. neck and my voice being able to be deeper and, and clearer and watching other people's voices become more clear and more better um, people in pain were in less pain people were walking taller um, so absolutely saw a lot of differences mm-hmm. and I, I'm interested that you mentioned um, some help with with back pain um, my impression is uh, that most primary care doctors are not real happy to deal with people with back pain because they don't really have, they often don't have any good solutions. First of all, would you agree with that? Well, I would agree that doctors don't like to deal with anything that they don't have solutions for. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of things. Sure. <laughs> and, and, and back pain. It's not would, just back pain, which is, um, you know, why, why Eastern and Western medicine need to be branched together because together they have more answers than one alone. Um, so in general, I don't think doctors like to not have answers. And uh, and I think there's a lot of, you know, alternative practitioners that don't have answers to chronic back pain. So I think anything that enables a patient to be more empowered and to be able to feel better, you know, is always a good thing for a primary care doctor. And what what do you think it would take for primary care doctors um and doctors in general, to be receptive to something like the Alexander Technique as something to suggest to their patients? You really, I, I find, and, and because this is what I do, you know, in general, is try to uh, bring in the knowledge of Eastern traditions to the Western medical world, is that most people do not open up to new ideas or different ways of being unless they're actually in pain. Um, So, you know, most people do not search for meaning unless there's a reason to search for it. And so usually you have to apply, you know, you have to sort of intrigue their own sense of pain, their own sense of discomfort, their own sense of stress. Um, You know, they might have so many patients that they haven't been able to help and they finally say, okay, I need to figure out something else. Or they're in pain themselves, and they say, okay, I need to figure out something else. Nothing is working. Mm-hmm. So usually it comes from the personal journey. Mm-hmm. Although it's interesting, uh, I, I'm not sure you, you may not be familiar with the study that was conducted in the UK uh, that was published about five years ago in the British Medical Journal about the Alexander Technique and back pain. Are you familiar with that study? Well, it was a large-scale study. It was actually kind of the first large-scale study study on that topic. And um, in England now, it it was sponsored by the National Health Service. And in England now, GPs are encouraged to, as it were, prescribe Alexander Technique lessons for patients with chronic back pain. 
um, prescribe, I put that in quotes, but they're, they're, they're uh, encouraged to suggest that to their uh, patients. And I, I was speaking with um, another doctor here in the States about that and asking him the same sort of question I asked you. And he said, it's really a shame from our point of view, that that study didn't appear in, in, say, the New England Journal of Medicine, where it would have had a big impact here, whereas British Medical Journal, well, we know it's a good thing, but it's a different country. Do you have any mm. thoughts about that? No, not really. I mean, there's a lot of studies that go into the New England Journal, and they don't really affect any doctors. Uh-huh. Um, so... <laughs> You know, I think, you know, this idea of everything needing to be validated scientifically, I think it's, it is wonderful that more research is being done and, and that validity is happening scientifically. But really, when it comes down to the everyday doctor who's practicing, mm-hmm. um, there are so many studies being thrown at them and, pra- and practice guidelines and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, insurance base is what they're going to cover, what they're not. And there is a lot of, you know, it's not like the Alexander Technique is covered by insurance. It's a completely self-pay model. Right. So... You know, advocating for your patients to go pay something out of pocket. You know, a lot of patients don't have that kind of, you know, so there's a lot going into how a doctor makes decisions that really, you know, I think it's it, is it a wonderful thing for these studies to be published in, a, in our mainstream journals to get more awareness. Absolutely. And I but and I think that that's important for global awareness and it's important for patients to to know about this stuff and demand and demand it and go do it. I think it's a wonderful thing when doctors, you know, acknowledge it and recommend it. But ultimately, it's really up to society, the people, to the population to say, you know, this is what I want to do. And, and, and acupuncture, for instance, has gotten more widespread, not so much because doctors are recommending it. It's getting more widespread because patients are demanding it. Mm-hmm. And the difference between their demand for acupuncture and their say, potential demand for the Alexander Technique? What, what, what is the difference that makes acupuncture more popular, do you think? Well, I think, well, first of all, I think acupuncture's been around longer, as, as we know, mm-hmm. um, and there's been, people have been more vocal about it. Um, so, you know, they've been around longer, they've been fighting for it longer, they've been trying to get awareness longer, you know, they've been, you know, lobbying for it longer, so there's a, a louder voice for it, which is why it's become more popular, but they've been working on this for a really, really long time. Um, you know, Alexander Technique has been around, but not that long, and, you know, and I, I think one of the Alexander practitioners was, was saying that one thing about the Alexander folks is they're not very good at marketing, themselves that is absolutely true out there so it's really about getting a bigger voice yeah yeah well i couldn't agree with you more about both of those last two statements we we are just we are not good marketers of ourselves that's true (laughs) um just one final question it might be a little bit repetitive but if if you were talking to a, a primary care physician and you, it was your intent to get them at least interested in the technique. How would you approach it with someone in that situation? Like I said, for me, it's always about the personal journey so that mm-hmm. I would have them. I would take a little bit of what I remembered of what I learned and show them. Mm-hmm. I would have them experience the difference. I see. Right. The yeah. way people learn is through contrast. Mm-hmm. They, you don't, people don't know that something feels good until you show them what it feels like and they realize it feels better than the way they were feeling before. Mm-hmm. You know, so people don't know that they're, they're living in a habitual stress. 
until they end up having, you know, feeling what it's like to be at ease. And uh, so that really is really the, the way they have people have to experience it themselves. And that's how they become believers. And, and the other way I think it has happened um, is almost all of the doctors that I've interviewed about the technique learned about it initially from their wives. Mm. How about that? That's just mean that all the doctors are male. <laughs> well, in this case, most of them were. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Is there anything you want to add before we uh, come to a close? No, no. I think you've asked some good questions. Well, um, I, I want to thank you very much for being on, on the program today. And uh, my my guest has been Dr. Eva Selhub. She's, um, as I said before, an instructor of medicine at Harvard Medical School and um, she also, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but she has a private practice in Waltham, Massachusetts, in which she provides integrative medicine and resiliency coaching to her clients. And she's also a motivational speaker. Um, Eva, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me.